everyone. Welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angela Donatio, Bible study author, adventure junkie, and founder of Voice of the Voiceless, empowering women in Africa. Join me here every week for inspiring conversations on discovering miracles in life's messy moments. Here's this week's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Hadley Chloe, Transcendent Jewelry Designs for the Modern Bohemian Woman, and one of my absolute favorite lines of jewelry. If you want to style yourself with confidence, look amazing, and free your style, then Hadley can definitely help you. As a professional jeweler, Hadley has an incredible eye for detail and a heart for enriching the lives of women through innovative jewelry designs and virtual styling services. Shop HadleyChloe.com to look amazing, feel confident, and free your style. HadleyChloe, C-H-L-O-E dot com. Well, I am so excited today to sit down with Candace Payne. Candace is an author, speaker, podcast host, and a viral sensation whose Facebook Live video of trying on a Chewbacca mask became the most viewed Facebook Live video to date, collectively over 300 million views. Also known as Chewbacca Mom, she has been featured in more than 3,000 media outlets and has been interviewed with major media such as Good Morning America, The Late Late Show James Corden, The New York Times, People, and Cosmopolitan. Candace travels and maintains a robust speaking schedule, inspiring others to experience joy and embrace freedom with her infectious wit, whimsy, and wisdom. She is the author of several books and the host of the podcast, Shut the Should Up with Jenny Randall. Admittedly, Candace's greatest joy is sharing life with her husband, two children, and ornery pugs in the great state of Texas. Welcome, Candace. I'm so honored to host you on the Make Life Matter podcast. Yay. I love the name of this podcast, Make Life Matter. That's mm-hmm. so good. Thank you so much, Candace. Well, I have so to good. just say right off the bat, um, that I am all things Star Wars and Chewbacca and our <laughs> dog is actually named Chewie for Chewbacca. I don't know if he yes. looks more like Chewbacca or an Ewok, but um, it's kind of a combination, right? It it's, really you is. showed me a picture before we got on here and I'm going to tell you, it is a mixture of both, which is the best of both worlds. Let's just be honest. Can How can you go get, wrong with that? Can it get any better than Chewbacca and an Ewok all rolled into one? <laughs> Now I, you know, I, I posted that I was hosting you and I asked for questions and my husband, I feel like had, maybe it's the greatest question or the dumbest. I don't know. I'm going to let you decide, but he wanted to know who your favorite star Wars character was. And I thought, are you serious? So he said, well, they don't make masks for every character. Maybe she has another favorite character. So I have to ask just because he asked. So is Chewbacca your favorite star Wars character or do you have any other? I've got to tell you, Chewbacca has held the highest position and has to. I mean, I have him tattooed on my arm, but I will say this, um, man, it's, it's like a tie right now. He has a rival and I hate even saying this, but Chewbacca has a rival. If you have not seen the Mandalorian, (gasps) that baby Grogu, I'm telling you, I am obsessed I am obsessed because he's the pug of the Star Wars world. He's so cute with his squishy face and his big old eyes. I can't even take it. He's and he so eats cute. things he's not supposed to, just like my pugs. And he's you're constantly getting onto him like, stop, stop that. And yet you can't help but love him. So I, he has, Chewbacca finally has a rival and you're the first to know this. This is, Ooh. this is exclusive. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> so sorry, Chewbacca. I know. It's no, so he's good. adorable. And I won't spoil the ending of season two for anyone who hasn't <sighs> seen The Mandalorian, but it is, so good. Uh, you have to watch it. It's flames and flames. So we have a lot in common and I just want to talk about all the things today. So we'll see what we get to, but I just finished reading Simple Joys and uh, I want to talk a little about some of the stories that you mentioned there, but we have in common the concert choir, trash bag, swishy dresses. <laughs> I was dying when I was reading your stories about it. And pugs, my husband and I have owned pugs. Now our little dog is a Shih Tzu, but we've had pugs and we've both been to Africa. So yes, I want to just talk about all the things. I would love to know, Candice, about your life, BC, before Chewbacca. And then, <laughs> I know, right? I love, that. I love that. And I have to tell you, my sister came up with, I thought, the one of the best taglines ever. And she said, you can't spell joy without pain, P-A-Y-N-E. So, oh, how can, sweet is that? You can steal that? it if you want it, right? You can't steal oh, it. Oh, that's my new bio line. Thanks, <laughs> sister. Thank you. So, I that know that so we cool. all fell in love with you with, with, your, with your viral video. And mm. if you haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been. But anyway, if you haven't seen it, go Google it. But talk to us a little bit about what your life was like, which you do mention a lot of these stories in Simple Joys. What was your life like before the famous viral video? Well, I would say it's very similar to how 2020 has left all of us <laughs> just at home, baking yeah. things, taking care of the kids, um, doing things that we need to for school and survival around the house and shopping and all the things. And, and, you know, being wife, mom, nurse, teacher, all, all the things that our, our family would need on a daily basis. Mm. And occasionally I would try to crochet some fun hats and sell them for fun. Never really opened up an Etsy store or anything like that. And was, you know, boss mom, never, never in my mind would I ever think that I would be an owner of a business. And now I have two LLCs, one for my personal brand and one for our podcast. Um, I co own that with Jenny Randall. And, and so I was definitely a full-fledged stay-at-home mom. And now I, I, I really categorize even my life now as still a stay-at-home mom, but I call myself a stay-at-home work from home mom. Mm. Um, you know, that travels occasionally when the, when the flights are open and the opportunities arise. But I, it was very similar to what it is now. Uh, we, we tried so hard, very hard to keep some normalcy in our family. And mm. we've realized that if at any moment, my husband says this all the time and he has from the beginning, if at any moment, this isn't fun, we stop. Hmm. And that's how important joy is to us. That's how it's not just a brand that I'm like, well, I got to practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's honestly the way that I live. If at any moment it steals my joy, then this can go. Um, the priority is to have fulfillment out of my life, which is why I like the name of your, your podcast a lot, because you only get one shot at this. And uh, I want the best that I could possibly have. And if I'm missing the people around me, that love me most and that I love the most, then it's not worth it. Mm. You know? That's so good, Candice. I love that. And I'm just thinking about any woman who's listening, man or woman, who feel like maybe, especially after 2020, they're struggling to find that same sense of 
of mm. value or identity or, you know, is what I'm doing mattering? I'm changing diapers. I'm at home. I'm trying to manage my kids online school and yeah. my work. And, and I think sometimes we get our eyes fixed on, you know, where's the next great thing that's happening around the corner instead of making where you are the great thing. Oh and my so, goodness. Well, yeah. I am a proverbial Enneagram seven, and that has been my life is what's next. That's mm -hmm. so amazing. And let me risk everything for it. <laughs> and, um, there's a really healthy thing that you could do is, is you've learned how you can cope in life, which I've learned that escapism is kind of a thing that I, I run to, you know, um, mm. I can also use fun as this tactic to avoid and do some avoidance, but really the beauty in when you're actually emotionally healthy about experiencing joy and optimism and the things that you do in your everyday life, the beauty is when you know how to cherish. Mm. And that's honestly the greatest thing that gives me joy, which is right. You, you just said you finished Simple Joys. It's it's a book that resonates with people that are in that struggle of trying to cherish every day mm. and trying to cherish the things around them that they have. And it's so easy for us to want the next, but the honest reality is, is sometimes the next stinks, <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. the next is not what we thought it was. And um, I've lived to enough now to where I've seen, even if I got everything that I wanted, it still doesn't add up. It still doesn't fulfill everything that's in my longing in my heart. You know, the things that make me the happiest are the moments that I cannot erase from my mind mm. that, that nobody else can even have that space or hold that space. Mm, that's beautiful, Candace. Thank you for sharing that. And I know that maybe it looks effortless from us on the outside, looking at your life that it's, oh, it's just effortless for her to stay in joy. But I know from observing your life and from reading about your life that you have fought for it and you have mm. chosen to prospect for it. Like we would prospect for gold. You talk about that in simple joys. You even mentioned a very difficult season, a couple of seasons, one in that your choir that we talked about, those swishy taffeta dresses. And if you were in a <laughs> choir, you know, you're saying amen out there that you went through a very difficult season where a, a number of your choir um, family were in a very tragic plane crash. And then you also mm -hmm. talk about the depression that you went through with having your children back-to-back -back seasons. I'd love for you to just speak to a little bit about people who maybe have this misconception that for some people, joy is just easy peasy and that you, how you fought for it and how you can encourage us through those, some of those seasons you walk through, how we can fight for it as well. Absolutely. Well, I love that you bring up some of the experiences that I've written about, but I'm, I'm just going to tell you that's even still current for mm. you to say something like you fought for it. I think um, the reality is, is you're always in the fight for it. Mm. That, that it will never be a past tense word for me, mm. <laughs> you know, to be able to fight for my joy is something I actively do every single day. And so, although I do have books and stories of things that have pointed to seasons where it was harder than others, today as I'm sitting here with you, I'm still fighting for my joy. When I wake up, I am, I'm telling you in the middle of 2021, uh, coming off of the heels of 2020, I think we can all say that we've, it would do us well to have defiant joy. A joy that says, nevertheless, um, even if, and I will continue to. And so this fight is, is something that's represented in my life from things that I've lived, whether it be those moments of severe depression um, and, and postpartum, like we're talking a chemical depression too, not just uh, I feel down or I'm, I'm downcast today. 
or I didn't get my favorite drink at Starbucks, right? Man, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's this deeper kind of, I had a chemical imbalance, needed medication to level things out. That kind of depression, I still have to fight for joy in the middle of that. And the fighting in those days really honestly looked like doing what I was supposed to do to take care of my body and my mm -hmm. mind and doing the things that I was supposed to do to remember to take medication. I mean, sometimes I think we like to think that you can't have Jesus as a therapist. And that is the greatest misnomer in the church by mm -hmm. and large. And, um, and so sometimes when people hear me talk about this defiant joy, they're like, okay, well, she doesn't understand chemical imbalances and she doesn't understand clinical depression. And I'm going to tell you, I do, I do. I'm not flippantly just saying you got to fight for joy, get in the fight, get in the ring. I'm saying it's possible and you've got to realize it's always going to be an active, willing choice that you make daily. Mm. Um, and I would say this past year has been probably something that I haven't written about, but one of the darkest seasons I've ever walked through and not just 2020 because of a pandemic. I mean, we, we all have a shareable suffering right now, right? You know, you feel like you start telling your story of the things that you lost and then you hear your neighbor's story and you're like, well, I'll just shut up now. Mine <laughs> doesn't even matter. You're, you won. And, and not to be competitive in um, our sorrows that we've shared in 2020, but I'm also walking through some personal matters with my family and with um, my parents that are aging and some decisions that are tough to make with my siblings and mm -hmm. things that you thought you wouldn't face at my age. You know what I mean? And then yeah. walking through that, the fight for joy is a daily continual fight every single morning. And I hate to say this, but um, some of us would like to rather not be uh, known as a people that always have to wrestle or always that always have to be in a fight. Um, but how many, of you know, people that they always are regardless, you know what I mean? Like either they're fighting themselves or they're just argumentative or they just don't shut up. And you're like, dude, Hey, Hey, take a page out of the book and just stop for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, people, some people just live for conflict. And I'm not saying this is a kind of fight that won't bring you peace. The, the joy in what the fight for joy is, is that you get peace as a result. You get to rest mm -hmm. in hope. You get to have this feeling of serenity that sometimes you often lack. It's the problem is that we're mostly fighting the wrong things and fighting for the wrong things every day that we wake, wake mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to get the message. You, you are in a fight regardless. And you can either choose to fight for what's valuable and worthy, or you can choose to fight for something that's going to be vain and meaningless and like trying to grab the wind at the end of the day. Mm, that's so good, Candice. Thank you for clarifying that because yeah, it's not a one and done, you know, fighting yeah. for joy is a daily, it's a daily fight. I was thinking as you were saying that um, I wanted to gift your book, The Simple Joys. And then I want to talk about Defiant Joy for a second, because even the title, Defiant mm. Joy sums up yeah. a lot of what you just said and that it's we are defiantly fighting for joy and choosing joy and what that looks like. And uh, I wanted to gift your book, Simple Joys. And so I took a picture of it and just posted a little bit of a corner to see if anybody could guess the book. And a friend of mine who lives all the way in Australia guessed it correctly. <laughs> Her name is Tracy and she is in the hey. fight. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> she is fighting for her life uh, against the fight of cancer. And I wanted to give her the book, but she said, Angela, I live so far away. Is there someone in your church that you could gift this to? And immediately Candace, my mind went to our youth pastor's wife. The, uh, she is in, the mom of three littles, 
but her husband was diagnosed with ALS just under a couple of years ago. Mm. And she fights for joy on a daily basis. Her name is Corey. Mm. And so as you were talking, I thought about women like Tracy, women like Corey, who don't have everything perfect in their lives, but they can still fight for joy. I know what maybe it looks like for Tracy to fight or for Corey to fight, but, and you mentioned some days fighting was taking your medication and remembering to take care of yourself. What is another way that maybe you fight for joy, Candace, or you can encourage us to fight for joy? Well, I actually wrote an entire six week study curriculum with Zondervan and it's got six uh, video sessions that you could either do alone by yourself or with a group of friends. I mean, this is not male nor female exclusive or inclusive. It's everybody if you want to do it. But one of the first things I talk about for actually getting defiant joy in your life is remembering how to play. Mm. I know it sounds so silly and so simple, but it, you will be so surprised at how many people forget to play. Mm. We forget to laugh at the things that make us feel joy. We forget to get our blood, you know, pumping and, and get up and get our bodies moving and, and actually feel the things that need to, we need to feel. And a lot of that comes from the simple movement of play. So in that first session that I do, I encourage anybody that's at base level, bottom level needing to recover and find their joy again is play. You, you have no other homework, but for 30 minutes a day, this entire week, find a way to play, get out a board game, go, go get you an Etch-a-Sketch if that's a thing that made you happy. And you, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen one of these in years. Pull out the Nintendo and do some Super Mario action. I don't care what it is, just play and be engaged with that part of yourself that you thought was dead, because I promise you it's not, it's not. I think there's just things that are clouding so much of our um, imagination, our creativity, our ability to enjoy, like I said earlier, just cherish stuff. It's so clouded with other responsibilities mm -hmm. and other worries and all the things that we have seem so stinking important. And at the end of the day, those things don't matter. They don't matter. They don't even, uh, listen, if you're going to go to jail over it, take care of it today. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, take, care of, take care of that. But I'm, I'm just saying at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that we invest so much of our emotional energy into and we don't release it anywhere. And play is, some, is this holy invitation to just release our cares. And I just want people to remember to play. Mm, that's so good. When you said holy invitation, we think about sanctuaries being holy or oh, know, yeah. spaces that we turn into holy ground, but you're inviting us to say, listen, play is a holy space and joy is a holy emotion that it's a, this gift from God that we get to give, we get to get and give in those moments. So I absolutely love this. So I want to talk for a minute just about the Chewbacca experience. So what Let's propelled you to buy this mask and the infectious joy that, that just, exuded out of you in that moment that obviously resonated. We needed it. We still need it. I think we've, you've talked about it. We've come off of such a difficult year and we're still really in it to where we are fighting for our joy. We are fighting for our peace. We are fighting for shreds of sanity in the middle of all of this yeah. chaos. So what led you to do that? And then kind of what, what was the experience that you, that you found yourself walking through in the days, weeks, and months after that Chewbacca video? Well, 
how involved do we want to get with this conversation? Because I, I mean, like, honestly, I could talk about this for hours. And I think this is probably the thing that eludes most people is wanting to know that about my story. But the reality is, is that that moment, um, it wasn't cooked up. It wasn't uh, something that I was like, I hope I go viral. That was the, <laughs> even a thought in my mind. Never in my life did I imagine I'd have a viral video or be a record holder of a viral video. It's just dumb. But um, I was just enjoying a couple of moments thinking, oh, some of my mama friends would think this is fun. Let's, mm -hmm. just, have, let's just have fun for a couple seconds. And um, it was just me being myself being dumb in my car with a new toy and that's it. And I don't know if you've ever got the giggles, but I don't get them often like that. But man, when you do, you can't stop them. And for some reason it was just unstoppable and it was fun. And it was like, okay, that was a joy. And I did that because it was my birthday week and, you know, mm. I didn't even really have money for that thing, but I bought it anyways. It was a frivolous spend, you know, I'm like, I don't need this, but I'm getting it. <laughs> and, um, it was one of those. And so I felt excited about it and wanted to share it. Uh, now from it, now I've, I've obviously been able to calculate how deep that moment was, you know, when you have something that you feel is frivolous, it, it actually could be much deeper and could change the trajectory of your life. Uh, <laughs> I can fullheartedly say that because those weeks that we're following were filled with experiences and were filled with, um, new, new abilities to meet people and be invited to tables. I would have never had a place at otherwise. Mm -hmm. I, but you know, I'm almost, I'm rounding up nearly five years since that video. Hmm. And now when you ask me that question, I think I have a clearer grasp on really what that moment was than I've ever had in my life. And I know this is going to sound so silly, but it comes from a vision that I had. Um, I was having a, a prayer time alone with the Lord and you can call it vision. You can call it your, your ADD took over and you started imagining things. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to be like, that's a hill to die on for me. Pentecostal or Baptist. I'm Baptocostal. <laughs> I'm kind of both. Um, and so I, I basically, while I was praying, saw this uh, picture of super Mario that I used to play all the time growing up. And every time that um, you would need to advance in a level, you would, push into these mystery boxes. They would be these bricks that would have a question mark on them. And those question marks would give you different things. If you got a coin, you could put it in your bank. If you got a mushroom, it would make you grow. And if you got a flower, it would put you with new clothes and you could spit fire at the little enemies that you had. But there was this also one cool thing that came out from one of those mystery boxes. And it was a star that changed the entire game. It made you invincible for like a short period of time. You could run through the enemy. You literally could just have this acceleration to get through to the end of the level. And I felt like that Chewbacca mom moment for me was the favor of God on my life. It was like that star that just was saying, let's go. You know what I mean? It's almost like I could see that I had been pushing into these mysterious mysteries of God. The things that I kept on asking him that I was struggling with, I'd push into them every day alone in my quiet spaces. And when I would just push into that place where it was a question to me, he would gift me things every single time. He'd gift me the ability to grow. He'd gift me firepower for the freaking enemy that was taking down different parts of my life. Or he'd gift me the ability to provide for me when I thought, where am I gonna get the next meal? And then in this moment, this season of Chewbacca mom, 
I see clearly now that was a moment of his favor, just like that star that says, you need to get through this part of your life pretty fast, pretty mm. quick. And not only that, you're going to be a star for a second. Mm. You're going to be brilliant in this moment. You're going to win. You're going to defeat things. It's not even going to phase you. Run. All I'm asking you to do is just run. And that's what that moment was for me. It was just the favor of God saying, I'm giving you a little burst so that we can get to the next level. Mm. And right now here in my life, I'm in a different level and I've leveled up and I'm also going to have new enemies and new things <laughs> to discover yeah. and, and new mysteries to push into. But the reality is, is a lot of people want to say that was your crowning achievement. It really wasn't. It was a moment mm. where God accelerated the time for me to level up. And, um, and everybody, let's put it down at a baseline denominator for all of us. All of us can experience the favor of God in our life in different seasons where he says, I need you to be untouchable in this moment. Mm. And I need you to do my will. And I need you to bring me glory. And, and the only way that's going to happen is if they see that it was me and not you. And so that's exactly what I experienced in that time. Now, if you'd asked me this five years ago, I'd been like, I don't know. I got some cool stuff from Hasbro and I met JJ Abrams and I was on a talk show. I mean, like Harry Connick Jr. I scared him, you know, I mean, like there's just stuff that I would have said, yeah, it was awesome. But now I look at all of this thinking, I know clearly why that happened because God needed to level me up and bring me to a different new place. Mm. I love that, Candace, and not just because you scared Harry Connick Jr., who I may or may not love more than anyone else in the whole wide world. Um, I'm a pianist and songwriter, and he has just been one of my greatest influences, but that's a conversation for another day. But right. there's a couple key things that you said there. First of all, you said, I, I was pushing into him in my quiet time. So 100%. we can't just expect or want this public platform without the private conversations with God that I are, pity, are, I pity the person that gets it hmm. in that way. I, I literally, like I have a, an empathy and a heart for people that have just stumbled upon something that gives them platform and they don't have the substance behind it. Cause hmm. there is nothing more difficult to walk through in your life privately than when that happens. Mm, that's so powerful. And that's part of why I wanted to have you, you're my first guest for season two of the make life matter podcast. And I, I knew that you had turned that moment into a catalyst for change. And it wasn't just your one and done. Here's my, I love that you said that that is not my crowning achievement. My crowning achievement now is leveling up. How does God want to level that, you know, leverage that influence that you were given for his glory and for the kingdom of God, which you chose to do. And I, for one, am so grateful for that. And I thank mm. you for that. I also want to ask you about the podcast. I have to ask you <laughs> how you came up with the name. I'm a recovering perfectionist and a pastor's wife. So yes, I, I get it. I get the whole shut the should up. So tell us how you came up with that name. And then I want to ask you kind of a fun question before we get ready to wrap up. Well, honestly, it came from therapy. <laughs> I mean, like I just, it came from counseling. I, I remember um, talking with my therapist and, and he was saying, Candace, you're, you are the, one of the biggest cussers I know. And I was like, wow, thanks for putting that out there. And he said, no, you cuss with this one little word should. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you say, I should do this, or I should feel this, or I should be this. And he was like, uh, we can't, we can't have that word in your vocabulary anymore. 
And I was like, so I just need to shut the shit up. And he was like, yes, <laughs> you know, and we kind of laughed about it. But then I started thinking about all the shoulds that I really needed to find freedom from. Mm. And I knew that creating a podcast just felt like a natural next for somebody that has a platform and books and, and is a speaker and stuff. Right. But I didn't want to join this pool of podcasts without direction and without an idea for sure of what I wanted to offer. This was not something that was going to be, let's, let's really look at Candace optimistic and making the most of her brand and giving herself a podcast. First of all, I, I, I joined in this business with another lady that um, honestly, it, she'll, she would understand if I said this, we weren't at the same level in our platforms mm. and, um, and that people thought, for me that that could have been like, Hey, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? You're here at this level. Why are we not matching that level? And I'm like, because Hey, this person's real and she's amazing. And it's just who God said when I prayed about it. So mm. let's do it. And then not only that, having that partnership was a big key of me joining that pool, but, um, shut the should up. It's, it serves the whole purpose of having our listeners and the people that get to know me on a different level, find that part of me that's had the struggle of telling myself I should, or I shouldn't, or I could have, or I would have, and really what it's like to live on the other side of that in freedom and forget that that word is even powerful and let it lose its power. Let it shut down. Let it, let it fall to the wayside, you know? So powerful. And if you haven't listened, guys, you have to go listen to her podcast. It's so great. You will laugh. You will cry. <laughs> it's just all things rolled into one podcast. So I want to take a moment and have you be the one asking a question, Candace. If when you get to heaven, I would love to know who you most want to meet in the Bible, um, other than Jesus, because we all of course want to meet him. And when you get to have a conversation with that person, mm. what would you like to ask them? Goodness. There's so many, you know, this makes me think of that song. Um, Get the Southern gospel song. I saw Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I grew up Southern Baptist family singing every time we got together. Um, but I said, I want to see Jesus. Anyways, um, <laughs> sing it, sing it. I don't, I don't know. For, for me, uh, Bible characters, I think y'all would be disappointed. They're not really the ones that you would normally be like, really? That's who you want to talk to? Um, I think I would want to talk with. Zechariah. Hmm. Um, I'd want to ask him what it was like to be mute the entire time that his wife is pregnant wow. and that they've been praying for that and, and, um, and what it felt like to just have to be quiet and listen to his wife for a full nine months. <laughs> You know, I'm like, dude, let me, there's let me in punishments on and then there's pun. Oh, I should say punishment. <laughs> there's discipline. And then there's just this whole nother level. Yeah. But, but not only that, like, um, just his perspective and his faith. Like there's these stories that we don't know the people very well. We just have like maybe one or two minds of them. And I would just like to get to know them a little bit more. Um, and then I think too, you know, Saul to Paul is, is probably one of the greatest people in the scriptures that gives us such good literature in the new Testament. I honestly would want to know how he felt uh, or actually the question I would ask him is, is what was the thorn in his side that he couldn't remove for three times, you know, yeah. um, that he prayed that God would remove. And God said, nah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, and I'd want to ask him not just what was the thorn, but then I'd want to follow up with how'd that make you feel when God just kept on saying, no, You're like, good. give me the honest You're answer. Good. Yeah. You know? mm. Yeah. 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 
Oh, those are both really intriguing answers. Thank you, Candace, for sharing that. And sadly, we're almost out of time. And I want to invite you to pray over our listeners in just a moment. But sure. I want them to know how to connect with you. Maybe there is some random person who is hearing about Candace Payne for the very first time. But most of you probably know her, but you may not know her books. You may not know her Bible studies like Defiant Joy and her, you know, the sessions that she brings you, the ways that you can live in joy and fight for joy and what that actually looks like. So how can they connect with you, Candice? Uh, tell us again the books that they can get from you. Of course, the Shut the Shut Up podcast and anything else you'd want them to know and, and ways to reach out to you. Sure, sure. The easiest way to find me online is candicepain.me. And there's not a single I in there. So if you're like, is her name Candace with an I? Nope. Is it pain with an I? Nope. So everything has an A. So candicepain.me is my website. And then I'm on Instagram, like nobody's business at Candace Payne. That is my place that you're going to find the most authentic Candace all the time. Uh, and I mean, just the stuff that I've written, I, it's been five years and I have, um, several books and two Bible studies. The, one of them was Defiant Joy, but the one that I just released in 2020, which try releasing anything in 2020 and see know, if it's right? like crazy, right? But I do have a new one with Zondervan. It's called You Belong. Um, and it's honestly just allowing people to discover their God-given right to belong to him. And so it's just, it's a beautiful study, six sessions, do it alone or do it with friends. It's worth it. I actually wear an, an anatomically correct bodysuit in one of the um, sessions and I scar everybody, including my children, because I saw it. So it's worth it. It's fun. It's funny. And the homework is not homework. It's fun work. So I would encourage you to start there to get to know me. And um, if you're all digital, everything that you can do, you can buy it on Amazon as well. So Amazon Prime has it. Uh, mm. for you to be able to watch it at home and just get the Bible study on Amazon shipped to you and you're good. Mm, thank you so much, Candace. Thank you for your invitation for us to play, not take ourselves so seriously. You know, life is serious enough. We need to fight for joy, mm. pick up her resources. Um, women like Corey, women like Tracy, whoever you are, men or women listening, you were created with such purpose and your best days are ahead of you, just like they were and, and still are for Candace. And I love Candace yes. that you encourage us that everyone can walk in the favor of God. It starts in your quiet time. It starts in you fighting for those moments alone with the Lord, hearing him, listening to his voice and making your life matter in whatever way God is using you in that situation. And, and and I don't play Mario brothers, but I will never now that is embedded in my brain. <laughs> Candace, thank you for the little boxes and the, the fire and all the, the good things that God wants to do in and through us. And, and, yeah. uh, in his, in his book, we were all created to be a star as we follow him and, and look for his purposes in our life and flesh out his purposes in our life. So thank you so much for the way that you have just deposited into us today. Thank you for the way that you are, have stewarded the favor that God has given you, because that is no small thing. And we honor that in you. And we just continue to pray for you and all that God is doing in your life. And I would just invite you to close our time together, Candice, and pray over our listeners today, especially for those who are really fighting for joy. Yeah. Um, all right, let's pray. Y'all. So God, I just ask for our listeners that are listening in and that are hearing maybe this hopeful twinge that their life could have uh, meaning that their life could actually matter and that they could have hope to live a life. That's not just, you know, little moments of happiness, but is actually full of joy 
I'm praying for them right now. I understand the throes of depression. I understand very much so what it's like to sit on the edge of your life and say, I want it to end right now. I've been in that moment. And for those that are listening that are in that moment or that have experienced it very recently, I pray for a, a courage to lift their eyes up to you and to lift their hearts up to you with honest, transparent prayers, telling you their hurts and then asking for hope and asking for joy once again. Um, God, I, I pray that hope would be restored in a way that it has, it has been lost for listeners today, um, where they feel like I just can't get my hopes up. I can't believe that, that tomorrow's going to be better. God, I pray right now that they, they would just squash that delusion. It's just a delusion and it's just a stinking lie. And um, your word tells us very clearly to bring any thought captive that raises itself against the knowledge of you. And we know that you're a good God. And you said through your son, Jesus, that you want us to experience a life that is full, that's abundant. So there's this big delusion that we're buying into right now, God, that says that you don't want that for us. And I pray in Jesus name, honestly, in the powerful name of Jesus, that that delusion would be squashed and that our hopes would get up today. And um, we ask that you just move in power in our lives. And God, I think the greatest thing I could ask for any of us, including myself, is just to lift my eyes up, find where you are and join you in what you're doing. You know, anything else is vanity. Anything else just seems like it's so, so full of myself and narcissism. <laughs> and that steals and traps my joy quicker than anything else. So God, let me line up with where you are and what you're doing. And um, that's where I'm going to find you is, is, is find my joy as well. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. So keep me wrapped by your side, God. Put me in the potato sack race with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. Season two is sponsored in part by Worley Dahlberg Yao PLLC. You can learn more about this award-winning law firm at lawfirmvirginia.com. I'd love to stay connected, so be sure to visit angeladonadio.com for books, free goodies, and opportunities to feature your ministry or business as a sponsor. Find me on Facebook at Angela Donadio VOV and Instagram at Angela Donadio, where we do podcast giveaways each month. If you've been inspired to make life matter, share a review and subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, let's make life matter.